Hello, hello. Welcome to Reclaiming Me Podcast. This is the first episode. You guys, I am so stoked and excited to record this episode. So we're going to get right into it. First, I want to give you a little bit of background about me. So I'm going to tell you a story. There was a little girl growing up. She had big dreams, ambitions. She was full of life and just was happy she had no cares no worries and her life was good she grew up she was a baby a toddler she was a preteen then she became a teenager and then she became adulthood somewhere in that transition between adulthood teenage years and adolescent middle school all of those years Something began to happen to her that she didn't even realize was happening. There began to be a transition in the way that she felt about herself. There was a transition in the way that she looked at herself. In in her adulthood, there was transitions because of the things that she'd been through that shaped the view of how she viewed herself. This girl, this woman, this teenager, this adolescent, she kept growing and growing. But on the inside, she wasn't really growing. She was trying to figure it out, trying to figure out what she should look like, trying to figure out what she should dress like, trying to figure out how to impress others, trying to figure out what will other people like, what will other people accept. It wasn't until she became an adult, and I don't mean in her 20s, I'm talking about her 30s, where she began to look at herself different, where she began to gain self-worth, self-confidence, where she began to gain a new image of the way she looked at herself. And you guys, this was not an easy thing to do. This new look outlook on herself, it took work. It took working on herself. And by now, you may know who I'm talking about, you guys. This girl, this woman, this teenager that I am referring to is me. Growing up, the self-image that I had of myself was not a good one. You know, when you're a kid, I think between the ages of newborn, of course, to maybe like 10 or even before 10, you look at yourself a certain way. Like when you're little, you feel like I'm perfect, right? You know, like I'm I'm perfect. Um, nothing is wrong. Like the way I look is the way I'm supposed to look. Um, I'll give an example. I have a seven year old daughter that I love to death and I have two little boys that I love to death. And my daughter, she is so confident. She looks in the mirror and she does her little dances and she is confident in the way she looks. And my prayer is that she stays that way. And you know what? When you think about it. We're all confident growing up, all confident as kids, or sometimes it may be something that happened in your childhood that will shake your confidence. It may be something that will happen that will make you begin to look at yourself different. It could be bullying. It could be a traumatic experience such as molestation or um, something traumatic like that that makes you look at yourself different. For me, it was the opinions of others. It was the opinions of my peers. It was the opinion of social media, of TV. Growing up, I was always thin. You know, I'm still thin, but now 
I got a, I got some curves and, you know, you know, a little something from working out and stuff. But I've always been slim and I didn't see nothing wrong with that until people start telling me you're so skinny. You need to gain weight or for all my people that's little out there. You may know this. They grab your wrist and say, dang, your wrist is small. The wrist trick. All of that made me view myself different. It made me feel like I am too skinny. I am this. I am that. I do need to gain weight. It's something wrong with me because I'm so little. Maybe I am anorexic. You know, it just put all these thoughts in my head that wasn't there before. And so the opinions or assumptions or whatever, how other people viewed me. And then it be- began to change the way that I viewed myself. Um, you know, growing up, I did not have confidence. The boys, you know, in school, the boys didn't like me like that. I wasn't, as you would say, in the popular crowd. I was the girl that was considered a nerd, that was shy, quiet or whatever. I was the nerd, the one that boys didn't look at, the ones that boys didn't like. I wasn't the one being asked to prom or go to the school dances. You know, they wanted girls that had, that were thick, you know. I have a cousin that I grew up with. We're the same age and she's like the total opposite of me. She's short with a big butt and I'm like a, some people say I'm tall, but I'm not tall. I have long limbs, so it makes me look tall, but I'm like an average height, five, four and a half and I'm slim. So who do you think the boys went for? They went for her. They went for the big, the one with the bigger butt, you know, the one with the big butt. That's what they liked it back then. That's what boys liked it back then. And that's what some men like, you know, that's what men like now too. some men, you know, everybody have their preference and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, we all have our preference, but growing up that made me look at myself some type of way. And I was like, man, I want to be thick. I did everything to try to gain weight. Y'all, I would just eat and eat and eat and just do everything I could think of to try to gain some weight. It never worked. Of course, I did not gain weight. I didn't start getting weight till like now. And I'm in my 30s so yeah it didn't work but it made me view myself different and I was like man I need to gain weight if I gain weight the boys will like me if I do this the boys will like me if I do that the boys will will ask me out so I began to want to change things about myself to please others I became a people pleaser at a very young age and being a people pleaser is no fun, you guys, because you're always going to try to please someone. And the reality is there will be someone who is always going to have a critique about you, who is always going to have something to say, who will always view you different or who all, or who will always find something wrong about you in their opinion. But we must realize that it's their opinion. It doesn't make it right just because it's their opinion. If you're small, it's because God made you to be small. If you're, you know, thick or whatever, it's because God made you to be thick. You are and look the way you are because that's how God made you, you know. So how I looked at it and how I look, that's how God made me, you know. Some of us are not meant to be small and some of us are not meant to be big, you know. So hey, I'm not saying that you can't control your weight because, you know, you do, you can control your weight and God doesn't intend for us to be oversized, but everybody is not going to be a size two. Everybody's not going to be a size eight or a 10. You are the way you are. You are built your body frame. And when I say you are the way you are as far as size, it's your body, your body frame. It's the way that God intended it for be, intended it for you to be. So 
we are masterpieces. The Bible tells us that we are masterpieces. We are wonderfully and we are beautifully made. So God didn't make a mistake. A masterpiece has no mistake because the beauty of the masterpiece is in the eye of the beholder. And the way that God beholds us is beautiful. We're masterpieces to him. He didn't make a mistake. However he made your nose, your lips, your eyes, that's how he made you. And that's how you're supposed to be. And it's a masterpiece. So what me, what we must do is take on the image of how God views us and not how we view ourselves. Again, it's not easy. It's some work. Y'all, it took me work to get to where I am now. And still the enemy tries to battle me with the self-image and self-love of myself. Everything about me, I am learning to love. And I love every day that goes by. I love me. I love everything about me. And it took me a minute to get here. But being in this space is so beautiful. It is such a good feeling to wake up in the morning and look at myself and love what I see. Cause I always didn't have that. Um, you know, people now that people say you have flaws or your flaw is this. I looked up the definition of flaw, y'all. It don't got nothing to do with people. It is a substance or an object. And the last time I checked, people were not objects. I am not an object and I am not a substance. So I cannot have a flaw. So how I look, how I made everything about me is beautiful it's a masterpiece i don't have to change it for anybody and sometimes we go through trauma we go through things and it makes us change the way we look at ourselves we begin to look at our trauma and define who we are if you've been through a divorce like i've been through i used to look at myself as just someone who went through a divorce i lost my identity altogether because all i could look at myself and see was that i was a divorcee. I was a failure. I was rejected. I was this. I was that. I began to identify myself as emotions, not as Tania, the person that I am. Heck, I forgot all my good qualities that I had because I just focused on those bad qualities. So how do you begin to self-love? How do you begin to get to self-love? How do you begin to get to self-image and learn to embrace who you are as a person begin to embrace what you look like everything about you from your head to your toe to the way your eyes your lips your nose are shaped how do you do that it's a process the first step is identifying where you begin to change the image of yourself and again for me mine was at a young age um even with my, so my biological father, he died when I was five years old and he wasn't in my life. So that brought on rejection. It made me feel like everybody rejected me or everybody didn't want me or no matter what I did, that feeling of rejection always tried to creep in because I would think, well, they're not going to listen to me or they don't want to hear what I have to say. They're going to reject me. Even starting this podcast, y'all, do you know how long I was thought about starting a podcast? But the enemy, that old little me tried to tell me, you can't start a podcast. Nobody's going to listen to you. It's going to fail. It's going to do that. They're going to reject you. So what I had to do was I had to overcome the little me 
The little me that always tries to tell you you can't do something, we all have one. That little me that tries to discourage you when you want to do something, that little me that tells you you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to look like the social media, the people on social media to to have people follow you or to have people like you. That voice, that little me voice tried to talk me out of it. But because I've done the work and I've been working on myself and I'm beginning to love myself and embrace who I am and fully love that woman, I was able to I was able to overcome it. And I told little me to sit down and have several seats because we're not listening to you today. I'm not listening to you today. So if God told you to do something, go ahead and do it. Shut little me up and go ahead and do that thing. So, again, the first step to loving who you are and your self-image and gaining back your self-image and how you view yourself is identifying where did I begin to look at myself different. Identifying where did my self-image go wrong. And this could be years. Like I said, start from different stages in your life. Start from a child to your teenage years to your adult years, your preteen years, just kind of travel back in time to realize, okay, when this happened, I began to look at myself like this. Or when this happened, I lost this and it made me feel like this. So then I begin to look at myself like this and write it down. Writing things down is so good and beneficial because sometimes things will come to you and I know y'all all can relate to this, right? How many times have something came to you and you like, oh, that's good. That's good. But you don't write it down. Then when you go back to try to remember what that thing was, you can't remember it or you can't remember it exactly how it was. Or sometimes God can give you something and you don't write it down and you'd be like, ah, I can't remember exactly how God gave it to me. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to get a pen and I want you to get a paper and I want you to write it down. I want you to jot it down. Everything you can think of from, again, from your childhood to your adulthood to your adolescence. Go just go back in time and write down every trigger. And then what I want you to do after you identified it, write down every negative thought or thing that someone has said about you. It could be what you're going to be. It could be you know, you're never going to amount to anything or all you do is this or you're you're going to fail or you're never going to um, reach the goal that you want to reach. You're never going to lose weight. You're never going to gain weight if you want to gain weight, whatever it is, you're never going to succeed. You're never going to you're never going to come out of your situation. Um, you're never going to get a good paying job. You're never going to finish school. You're never going to get to go to school. Um, even if they said it about your kids, your kids won't amount any, just whatever, anything negative that anyone has ever put into your, into your life. I want you to write it down and I want you to write it down. Anything you can think of. And this may take you a few days. I don't expect you to do it all in one day because that's a lot of time to go back and travel into, right? So like this week, just jot it down. And as it comes to you, write it down. This person told me this, write it down. So again, you're going to go back in time, right? You're going to identify where you begin to lose the self-image of yourself. And when did it begin to kind of um, change or when did it become distorted? 
and I want you to write it down. And then I want you to write down all the negative things that people have said about you. I want you to write it down. Write that down. And then I'm not going to tell you what to do with it after you wrote it down because you'll have to listen to the next episode of the podcast to know what you have to do with it. But that's what I need you to do. Write it down. And next week on the next episode, we're going to get back into it. And I'm going to tell you what to do next. So next week, again, we're going to go back into that. And I'm going to tell you what you're going to do next. We're going to talk more about self-image. We're going to talk more about self-love. And we're going to talk more about embracing who we are. Again, no flaws because you are not an object and you are not a substance. So, no, no flaws in all. No, we're not perfect. None of us are perfect. We have imperfections. But it has nothing to do with the way we look nothing at all because we are masterpieces and we are beautifully made by God. He created us in his image and he doesn't make mistakes. And every masterpiece is beautiful because the beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And once you begin to view, view yourself as beautiful, then nobody can change your mind. Nobody can tell you different. I don't care what nobody say. You're going to know that you are beautiful. You are going to know that you are enough. You are going to know that you are not a failure. You are going to know that you are overcomer. You are going to know that you have victory and you are going to know that you are somebody awesome, that you are somebody worthy of love, that you are somebody to be cherished, that you are somebody that is deserving of everything that God has for you. And you're going to be willing to accept it and not reject it because you're going to agree. You're going to begin to agree with what God has said about you. So I'm going to say a short prayer for our end this episode and I will see you guys next week and we will begin to dive more into the assignment that I gave you guys. So here we go. Dear Lord, I just thank you for this podcast. I thank you for each individual that is going to listen, God. Dear Lord, I ask that you touch their minds, God, their hearts, God. Lord God, I hope I hope that you begin to allow them to see themselves, God, as you see them, God. Lord God, open up their eyes, God, to the beauty, God, that you have placed inside of them, God. Open up their eyes, God, to who you have made them to be, God. Lord God, I just Thank you, God, and I ask that you be with them, God, all throughout the week, God, until we meet again, God, via audio, this podcast, God. Lord God, I just ask that you be with them in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, all right. That concludes the first episode of Reclaiming Me podcast. I am so excited that I got it done. It was um, not an easy task, and again, the enemy is going to fight, but... We got it done, y'all, and I cannot wait to reconnect with you guys next week as we dive more into this assignment and talk more about self-love and self-image. You guys, have a good one. Be good, and we will connect next week.